Howdy, folks. This is AJ Wallace here, your host for this podcast. I'm delighted and most grateful for you tuning in. Now, you might be wondering, what the heck is this whole calling for ecological reformation thing about? So I thought it'd be helpful to use this first episode as a broad introduction for what lies ahead. I think a great starting point is sharing a little bit about myself, my interests, and hopes for this podcast. My full name is Andre Jordan Shanae Wallace, but everyone calls me AJ. I'm an Afro-Filipino-American, born and raised in sunny Southern California. Even though I don't like the term, I do identify as Christian. Perhaps a more accurate phrase might be something along the lines of struggling disciple of Jesus the Christ. I'm currently a second year student at Princeton Theological Seminary, trying to lean into the uncertainties of doing life with God and figuring out what meaningful work might look like once I'm done here. Amidst all the processing, wrestling, and undoing in my theological education so far, I've uncovered some new passions and interests that have given rise to some powerful shifts in my life. Many of these shifts have taken place around matters of identity formation and sense of belonging. You see, as an Afro-Filipino-American, I carry a liminality in my body that cannot be easily understood or communicated externally. Heck, I don't really have a solid grasp on it yet either. This liminality, or this feeling of always being in between my various ethnic identities, has and will always complicate my sense of identity and belonging. What makes this experience even more challenging is the reality that I grew up interpreting my multi-ethnic personhood in spaces heavily influenced by the predominantly white context I inhabited. While I recognize the beauty of being a multi-ethnic person, I cannot deny that this liminality also brings about an anxiety that I often cannot give words to. This anxiety is often exacerbated by the everyday of experience of never being able to be fully recognized or celebrated as someone who is both African-American and Filipino. I have and will continue to attempt to make sense of my identity and belonging in spaces like therapy and affinity groups. However, I've come to the realization that due to their limitations, I must find alternative spaces to do this work. One of those spaces has been the land. I learned last spring through a class at my seminary's farm that the natural world holds a space for me to fully belong as I am. I've come to learn over the last year that renewing my intimacy with nature is necessary for my existence, survival, and thriving. Being educated and raised in predominantly white spaces, there were various false, racialized narratives that made a home in my unconscious. Many of these lies led me to believe that outdoor activities and jobs involving land stewardship weren't for people of color. At the farminary and through continuing the practice of regenerative farming, I've been able to begin to, to eradicate these untruths from my being. Currently, I'm engaged in the lifelong work of decolonizing my brain, body, and soul from the hegemonic forces that don't want me to flourish. My relationship with the more-than-human world has been the primary location for this work of liberation so far. The more-than-human world, or natural world, as you hear me go back and forth between those terms, invites me to lean into the fullness of my being, while I'm not sure what that will fully look like, I will never stop trying. I cannot cease to do this work because decolonizing reaches well beyond human experience and into ideologies, theologies, structures, and systems that plague all of creation.
A particular area we'll be paying special attention to in this podcast is Christian theology, particularly theologies around food and ecological justice. I believe the omission of these theologies from the Christian faith have come at the cost of our participation in death and decay to all of life. The call for ecological reformation I will explore requires the task of decolonizing and reimagining what the Christianities can embody and be for the world. With that being said, this podcast was created for folks who identify as Christians, especially those who are youth and young adults. My hope is that young people in the Christian faith can feel empowered and supported in their passions for ecological justice. As creation groans and the earth cries, I believe we Christians have yet to faithfully live into the collective call of being good stewards of the earth. Bell Hook shares in her book, Belonging, that humankind, no matter how powerful, cannot take away the rights of the earth. Ultimately, nature rules. That is the great democratic gift earth offers us, the sweet death to which we all inevitably go, into that final communion, no race, no class, no gender, Nothing can keep any of us from dying into that death where we are made one. To tend the earth is always then to tend our destiny, our freedom, and our hope. I'm reminded of the second creation myth in Genesis where we learn that the first human was created from the soils of the earth. I believe this should provoke us Christians to recover a theological understanding of creation that affirms and lives into our equal status and mutually dependent relationships with the natural world. I have much more to say on this in the upcoming episodes. Looking ahead, I will be spending significant time around three questions that I find pressing for Christian faith in the ecological catastrophe. These three questions will be framed around food justice and, and theologies that may accompany this necessary work, reimagining the Christian faith with criteria beyond human well-being, and the commitment and actions of youth and young adults around matters of food and land sovereignty. This set of questions has emerged from my studies and reflection on the unfortunate reality that the Christian church has been a source of death for people and planet. I really hope that unsettles you. It is imperative that you sit with the tragedies of ecological devastation that we have long ignored and contributed to. We have failed the task of embodying alternatives in a dying world over and over again. I find that our desperate attempts to maintain the status quo of domination, extraction, and racism in American Christianity is antithetical to the new life we proclaim to find in Jesus the Christ. While wishing for the Christian church to become resilient stewards of the earth is pretty hopeless, I continue to find fragments of hope in the people communities, and organizations that continue to demand that humanity seek alternative, alternative ways to live. Within the Christianities, there are tons of folks working in the realm of environmental justice in myriad ways. I'm excited to share that I have the privilege of co-creating this podcast with two amazing individuals. Throughout this series of episodes, we will be hearing from Dr. Jennifer Howell and Reverend Dr. Heber Brown. Dr. Howell is a professor and director of the Theology, Ecology, and Food Justice Program at Truett Theological Seminary in Waco, Texas. Reverend Dr. Brown is the pastor of Pleasant Hope Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, and the co-founder of the Black Church Food Security Network. 
I'm most grateful for them sharing their wisdom and experiences around ecological justice and the Christian faith with me and everyone who tunes into this podcast. Here is a little preview of what you can expect to hear from them in the next few episodes. Like for real, what do we have to lose at this point? Mm. It really feels like, and, and you know, sometimes I worry that people will, will hear me say things like this, like, oh my goodness, he's just, he's an alarmist. <laughs> but as I'm studying everything from climate change to, to racial terrorism and violence and, um, and, and all else, that confronts us, it's like, what do we have to lose by trying something different? Experiment. As you as you said earlier, and as I shared with y'all, following the trail of that divine discontent, mm. like follow that. What's the worst that could happen? You fall on your face? You fall on your face before? We're falling in our face now. What are you like? What, what are we trying to preserve here? An economic system that continues to ravage our communities. Yeah, I think it really is about hope, and I think the temptation that we've seen the church do live into is a hope that's more of like a fantasy, right? That it's like, oh. Well, we don't have to worry about this. Jesus is coming. Um, you know, I mean, there are pastors out there who preach this, like hurry up and consume the world so that Jesus will come sooner. And, um, you know, that's just, to me, that's, that's heretical. It's obscene. That's not, if you read your Bible, that's not what God says. God calls us to care for the land and for the poor. But, um, so the, the, the task, I think, of the church in this situation is to not turn our eyes away from suffering, to pay attention to, to tend to the suffering. And it's in the suffering that we find the hope. It's only when we're doing life in that way that we can come to find truly grounded hope. Um, and it, instead of just this, like, Oh, I don't want this problem to exist. So I'm just going to look, I'm going to hope God takes care of it. And I'm going to look the other way. Y'all, I cannot wait for you to hear what we have in store. Stay tuned for more episodes of Calling for Ecological Reformation. To end this episode, I wanted to shout out some wonderful people who have made this podcast possible. A big thank you goes out to Dr. Nate Stuckey, Char Mansfield, Bill Braun, Trey Gillette, and the rest of the Digital Media Services team at Princeton Theological Seminary. None of this becomes real without your support, encouragement, and partnership in the creation of this project. Thank you.